أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه Respect viewers across the world I welcome you once again onto this program Islamica the daily surgery during which we address the day-to-day -day aspects of our deen, nourishing our iman and our spirits, and also developing our understanding of our deen so we are better prepared to do our fair share of our duty towards our Creator based on sound knowledge and understanding. And I your presenter today, as usual, I'm Sheikh Salman Kibuk, and I would like to greet all of you with the best of Allah's greeting. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Such is the greeting of the people of Jannah. First of all, I'm grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the enormous blessing that has continues to grant us on a daily basis. So we are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, that uh, we continue to enjoy the blessing of life. And equally so, we do ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put barakah his blessing in every single moment, minute, second, hour, day, week, month, years, and all our entire life. Because without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessing, everything we do is doomed to fail. And it will be a wastage of time and it will be translated into regrettable moments we missed in this life. So we plead to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put barakah in our life. Baraka in our provisions, baraka in our income, baraka in our knowledge, baraka in our families and all the people we happen to be with, so that be the light Allah will reap the benefits of the blessing of life, which is the most important capital upon which everything else is built. Secondly, I plead to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to shower his mercy and his blessings upon his beloved messenger Muhammad ibn Abdullah his family and relatives, and upon all those who followed in his footsteps until the day of judgment. Most profound of them, the four rightly guided companions of the prophet, but also the, that is his successors, and the rest of those who are given the glad tidings, but his family and his relatives, and those prophets and messengers who preceded him in faith, although from Adam, after Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. May Allah grant them last, lasting blessing and also grant us their company on the day of judgment. Allahumma amin. So dear brothers and sisters, here we are again. We would like you to put your questions across. The number is on the screen or you can pick up the phone and put your question across. We are here to answer it and we'll try our best inshallah to answer all your questions accordingly. Now, one of the things I would like to talk about at the beginning of this is nothing other than a reflection on some of the important signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this life. Earlier on, I think it was last week, I did, uh, you know, shared some, you know, very basic important reminder that an ayah, what we call the ayah or the verses in the Qur'an, I think to translate an ayah of Allah in the Quran as a, as a verse 
I think is to some, give it a very small portion of what it is meant to be. And we say that for every single statement that Allah says in the Quran, whether it embeds an instruction, whether it is a praise, whether it is a, narr a narrative, a narration of a story, behind every single one of these recitals, there are embedded lessons. And in those lessons are intended objective of drawing our attention. Just as when you drive along a motorway and you come across signs along the road, those signs are meant to, to, to draw attention, your attention so that you can know what to expect, whether to reduce the speed or to keep in a lane or to understand there is a bend coming or there is some kind of you know, jam or there is fog. All these signs should have an impact on the attitude and the driving mindset. And equally so, the signs of Allah in the Quran are all embedded with important lessons. The subject for these verses and for these signs is you, the human being. And the objective is to ensure that you remain on course so that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala narrates the, sta the, sta the stories, he comes back and says, kama umirt. Remain steadfast as you've been commanded. But also when you guide, when you recite every single day, in the Quran and say, Hidina Sirat al Mustaqim, O Allah, guide us the straight path, you would know that indeed that guidance, al istiqama, that is intended here is really intended to reflect and understand your true position before your Creator. So you do your obligations towards Him and also keep an eye around yourself because by the end of the day, if at all there is any default, any misconduct, no one is going to be blamed except you. And that's why so many stories in the Quran, they are all intended for, they are all intended for, you know, you as a human being. And first of all, uh, one of the important questions also I want to address here is, I think I'm going to use these first few minutes, inshallah ta'ala, um, is to think about our new dear brothers and sisters, you know, the, the, you know, the new rivers. We come across so many brothers and sisters who have just taken the shahada. And sometimes, subhanAllah, we take it so much for granted that once they are into the fold of Islam, everything is okay. But we do, we do underestimate, or maybe sometimes we ha we're ignorant of some of the challenges they go through. Just make sure that you know, they, they get the confidence that what they are doing is right. And it's very difficult to reach out to every single one of them, but one of the things I would like to, if there are so many of them, I know they are, they are watching, is first of all to understand that um, it is a blessing that Allah subhanahu wa has granted you to share this important message of so many messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The message that was brought about by Adam, the first creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and all the way to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So to be part of that journey, to be part of that order, to be part of that, of that, of that you, know, you know, group and of that, you know, community, I think is a blessing in itself. It's a fulfilling blessing in itself and one that has got to be cherished. And, um, and in our simple terms, we always say, probably you learn to say this, inshallah, in the future, that alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islam wa kafa biha minan ni'ma that we are so grateful and we praise and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
for the blessing of Islam and Iman. And it suffices, it is sufficient in itself as a blessing. So that even if you don't get anything else, Wallahi, to have a sense of understanding, you know, your creator, why you are here, that is really something that is so noble and so important. And of course, that in itself, even the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understood it, but equally so, it never spared them for the hard days and times to come ahead of them. And we are not in any way exceptional to that. Whether you are born in the, you know, in the, in the family, in a Muslim family, or you've just reverted yesterday or 20 years ago. Of course, you know, life is full of ups and downs and challenges. And some of them are going to challenge the core values and the core beliefs that you, you, you happen to believe in. But you've got to understand that to be tested actually is the legacy that prophets, the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to, you know, to go through. It became part of their daily life, and so it should be part of you. After all, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that Alif la mim ahasiban nansu ayyuturaku ayyakulu amanna humla iftanun. That indeed, does mankind believe that he will be left alone to, 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 to the statement? Will, is it sufficient for mankind to declare, to acknowledge the oneness of Allah, to say that I accept Allah as my Lord? And that is, and it's not going to be tested. Remind here is that Allah put those who came before us to a test, and by which Allah will know those who are truly committed to, the, to, to, to Him, and He will know those who go beyond that and exercise patience in times of difficulty, tribulations, or any tests. So we've got to understand that everyone has to go through it in one way or another, whether you're born a Muslim or non Muslim. And there are always going to be challenges. But the best way to overcome these challenges is not to magnify the intensity of this challenge. Always the first response of a believer, whenever he finds himself or herself in a position of difficulty and adversity, is to celebrate and appreciate what Allah has chosen for him as a test. This is because when you appreciate the test of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is the first hurdle you've overcome. And then the next one is what anyone would always say, because we know a test is a test. So it is always important to remember that a test is not when you are in times of adversity or difficulty, but even moments of, of goodness, moments of happy, happiness and joy are actually a test. For when Allah blesses you with, uh, you know, uh, with a family, with a job, with the wealth, and uh, everything appears to go smoothly as planned, or more than ours has been planned, Wallahi, know that is a test because Allah wants to see what is your reaction. How are you going to react? What is it that you are going to remember when you enjoy the best of life? And what is it that you are going to remember when you go through difficulties and, uh, you know, challenges? So to a believer, as the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned that indeed the condition of a believer is amazing because his conditions are always, you know, subhanAllah, they are always good. When he is, uh, when he is at, when he is tested, he will always exercise patience and that is good for him and only believers do that. But when he is tested with a difficulty, he will exercise patience. And when he is tested with a good time, happiness and joy, he will always show uh, you know, appreciation and gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that becomes only a mark of excellence and a mark of iman. 
and only believers do that. So that is, that is something really very important for us to, to remember. So my dear brother, and secondly, the, I mean thirdly, what Muslims, our new Muslim believers, brothers and sisters have to do is to understand that this deen cannot be learned overnight. Even if we start off, uh, you, know, we, you know, probably in a very bumpy way, you, you accept the shahada, but you don't have any supportive, you know, community around you. Just remember your hold so tight to your treasure, to the jewel, to the pearl that Allah has granted you. As you seek support to make sure that you, you keep it intact as you develop and grow yourself and become more confident and more conversant with what you need to do. And thirdly, and fourthly, do not be put off because, you know, you see others, are, it is easy for others to, celebrate, you know, to practice their deen and you cannot. Don't be put off when you find that it's taking you so long to learn Al-Fatiha or to learn how to pray. It's taking you five, six, even seven months. As long as you still have that belief and conviction that Alhamdulillah, I've accepted Allah as my Lord, then hold on to that as you seek ways and means of educating yourself. You may be in an area where you don't have any supportive community around you, so don't give up and wait when the moment comes as you try to utilize all the opportunities around you. Indeed, you'll get there one day, be it in After all, the Prophet was chosen as a messenger, never received the Quran all at once. For 13 years in Mecca, he was never told to give zakah to fast Ramadan or to any of the rules of, you know, of marriage and inheritance and buying and selling and borrowing. None of those were made. The focus was to um, demonstrate, you know, consolidate the belief in Allah as our creator, to understand the sun that I see, the moon that I see, the mountain, the rivers, everything that I see around me, all these owe their existence for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that was, it took 13 years. So if you've been just a Muslim for just one week, don't give up and don't give up. Even sometimes, even if it is a question of, yes, you accepted Islam, but you're struggling, coming off some habits. Don't give up. By the end of the day, you never know. You've got to try your best. Don't give up, but at the same time, you've got to try your best. For some, they do take it very easy. They find it a lot more easier to give up all the habits. But for others, they might be struggling with it. So inshallah, I think I spent quite some time on that because of its important. Let me go to my first caller now. Assalamu alaikum, caller. Your name, where are you calling from? Isatuba, calling from London. Now, sister, what's your question? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi My question is, um, it's about bad day because mm. some people are saying, I've seen um, Muslim people are saying, oh, they celebrate bad day. As long as they don't blow the candle, they can cut cake and celebrate it. So... That's why I'm asking this question, because I know that bad day is not um, halal. You, are you asking about blowing the candle? Because you admitted, yes, you admitted that you know it's not halal, but your question about blowing the candle. Yeah, because it's, it's some people, Muslim people, are still doing bad day. And I asked them, I said, oh, as long as we don't blow the candle, oh. it doesn't matter. You can yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you see, sister, what, what I know of, uh, of course, people do celebrate, people who celebrate birthday across the world from Muslims and non-Muslims, they do it in different ways. Okay. For some, there are some rituals that are known uh, and, and people, you know, do it according to their means as well. Those who are well off, they give a big bash, right? 
And for others, they might do a very simple one. Some might just blow the candles, you know, all sorts of things. Um, and first of all, the birth of a child is a blessing to the family. The birth of a child is a blessing to the family. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it mandatory upon the family to, to do what we call aqiqa as a show of appreciation for that moment when the, the child is born. Uh, but, but we see over the time what used to be, it, it has been translated in so many things. But I'll put it this way. Uh, I think the best thing someone should do as a believer is to appreciate the blessing of life. Wallahi, everything from salah, zakah, you know, hajj, which are obligations on you, but also being charitable, the wealth, the family, the, you know, the, 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 the wealth you have, the property, the education, the status, and all that you can command in life. Without life, all these cannot exist. Without life, Allah cannot hold you accountable for anything. Mm -hmm. So it is, we know that when Allah gives us life, it is a blessing, has given us a chance. And uh, I, I'll just say this, my dear sister, I mean, we, very many of us do not pay attention to this. When you think about the humble beginning, the humble beginning that everyone you know, starts with this life, you can see, subhanAllah, how Allah blessed you know, that, you know, you know, that opportunity to be you, that you are going to be the one who's going to form among a selection of thousands, if not millions, of possibilities. But Allah chose that this is going to be so and so. So... We, we thank Allah for granting us a chance to be the kind of people here. And he decided because we are going to be the one who are going to do his obligation. Now, coming back to the issue of birth, the best thing to celebrate, a Muslim celebrates not just one day, but you celebrate every single day. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam categorically mentioned this when he said that indeed, كل سلامة من الجسد عليها صدقة Every single joint you have in your body requires from you to show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every day the sun rises from the east. Every time you see the sun coming up, we know we think the sun is coming up, but it's the world, the planet that rotates in the opposite order. So for us, it's not just a question of remembering the day you came into this world, but the prophet is talking about it every single moment. And that's what he did, and that's how he, for him, he never celebrated his birthday. I'm not going to say that if you choose one day, it's, it's a big sin that, you know, you are, no. As long as someone doesn't do it as a dean, you could say, Ya Allah, I'm so grateful on this day you granted me a child. Ya Allah, accept this appreciation from me and grant me the reward of that. So that, that, that is, we really have to be very careful about what we do, not to go with the crowd. So what I would advise my dear sister is to appreciate life by every single minute and every single moment. And remember, mm -hmm. after both the people will be bound for Jannah and those will be bound for hellfire, both of them will, ad, will admire and regret and will ask Allah to send them back to this world just mm -hmm. for one moment to use that moment of life to do the needful. And that needful is what pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Both will admire to come back and give charity. 
Those who are bound for hellfire thinking that charity will grant them a chance to go to Jannah. And those who are bound for Jannah, having seen the reward of so much they did, they won't come back and do the good. So what we are going to say, inshallah, my dear sister, briefly, briefly, is celebrate every day by being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the best thing to do, be in light, Allah, okay? And uh, yeah. one of the other things that people even do is, uh, is uh, as a Muslim, I'm not going to say that, you know, all, there are so many calendars in this world. There's a Gregorian calendar, the Persian mm -hmm. calendar, the Chinese calendar, the Igbo calendar, mm -hmm. you know, the Hijri calendar. The calendar that the Quran recognizes in terms of our, even how Allah determines how old you are, is the, the, the Hijri calendar, okay? Because that is based on the lunar month, on the lunar, on the lunar calendar. So we end up sometimes celebrating the, the, the wrong day. And remember, after 30, every 30 years, you are one year older. So you might think you are 30 when you are 31. I would say celebrate every single moment. When you hit 30, thank Allah mm -hmm. for being alive for 31 years. When you are 60, thank Allah for being 32 years. But every single day matters. Sister, is that okay with you? Yes. Barakallah. Thank okay. you very much.